So we've already gone through a Section 36 limitation analysis in the Mulgunwana matter. And the purpose of this guide is just to reinforce your understanding of Section 36 because it is uh, the basis of your assignment, or at least partially the basis of your assignment. And it's also something that you may be assessed on in the test and in the examination. So I just thought it a good idea to reinforce this uh, lesson with you. So if you recall, we start off with our limitation analysis and we decide whether or not the right is limited by a particular legal provision or if it's unlimited. And, and if you establish that the right has been limited, the next thing you require to do is to move on to your Section 36 analysis. And when you're doing that, the first thing, the starting point is the text itself. So the first thing you have to do is to tell me what Section 36 itself says. And you'll have ample time to do this because you will have your books in front of you. And it's not as if you were needing to recall this from memory. So all you need to do is to state the factors and to make sure that you state the factors correctly um, when you mention Section 36.1, that you're not just shorthanded, that you tell me correctly what Section 36.1 says. Okay. And then one of the things that you need to, you need to know before you even go into the factors and assessing the factors under Section 36 is the burden of proof. So if a party claims that the limitation is justified, who is it that is responsible for showing that that limitation is justified? So the party that claiming a limitation is justified is the party that must show proof that the limitation is justified. So let's say we've got a matter and we've got uh, the Minister of Basic Education who must give nutrition to learners under a particular provision of law and has failed to do so. And the minister says that, okay, I failed to give nutrition under this law. The right to basic education has been has been limited uh, because I did not get uh, nutrition to learners in schools, but that limitation is justified. In that case, it's for the minister to give the evidence to show that the limitation is justified. And you can see there that I've put certain case law there for you. And the reason for that is I'm not going to go in depth. It's going to require some work on your side to go and have a look at those cases and see what those cases say okay so another thing to recall is that even if the parties don't raise section 36 and argue that the limitation is a justified limitation it is still for the court the court still has a discretion to determine whether or not they want to conduct a section 36 analysis and that is what we mean when we speak about a special onus right so what we have initially is what we call a threshold test. So before you even go into the assessment of your factors, you will see that the language of Section 36 says that the right can only be limited in terms of a law of general application. And so I've listed there a whole lot of different um a whole lot of different uh, pieces of, of law that would be considered law, and that would include your common law, and it would include municipal bylaws, and it would include gen regulations. So in order for a law to be limited, it must be limited in terms of a law of general application, because in order for a right to be limited, it must be limited in terms of a law of general application, because limiting a right is quite a serious thing, a fundamental right. So you can't just 
government can't just say, oh, here's a policy and I'm going to limit the right. Government has to limit the right in order for that limitation to be potentially justifiable. Government has to limit that right through a law of general application. And when you're conducting your Section 36 analysis, you're going to need to establish what that law of general application is. And you're going to have to tell me that the law has been limited, that the fundamental right, whether it be your right to basic education, has been limited under this particular general law of application. And what they mean by general law of application is that it's not that the law has to apply equally to everyone, but it means that there needs to be parity of treatment. So for instance, if a law um, concerns social grants, then all disabled people must be treated in the same way under the law because there must be parity of treatment. So if you have a law of general application and you have a right being limited, then at least that just whether or not it's been a justified limitation, you have met the first threshold. There is a law of general application that the right is being limited under. And now we need to move into our particular factors, the first of which is the nature of the right.